0: Hey, guys, Dean with the Two Party Podcast. I just wanted to share uh, one of the platforms we use uh, for our podcast. Uh, It's called Anchor. Uh, It is a free platform. They have creation tools that allow you to record, edit uh, your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Um, Anchor will distribute your podcast on all the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, uh, most most all the platforms that you want to reach. You can can reach through Anchor. So I encourage you guys to go check it out. Um, Again, it's free and it's called Anchor. Have a great day. So we are on 321. This is Dean with the Two Party Podcast. I'm here with Bernardo De La Vega. I think I said that right. Yes. All right. And so we are here today. We're going to talk a little bit um, first off about who he is. And we're going to talk about basically some of the things that he's done in his career and some of the things that maybe could benefit our audience um, through his experience. So I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to you. Kind of tell us about yourself, Bernardo. Go ahead.
1: Um, yeah. So, um, my name is Bernardo. I am based in Miami. I am a serial entrepreneur. Uh, I started as, um, you know, working in uh, financial service consulting for a while. After a while, I was like, I I don't want to do the nine to five job anymore. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people can can relate with that. I got into internet marketing. I got pretty good at Facebook ads and Google ads. Then I started, uh, my own company on, on Amazon, which was a beauty company. Uh, and grew that to uh, $33 million in sales per year in about two and a half years. So uh, I did, did really well with that. Uh, eventually sold the company. And then I started another one, a food meeting kitchen appliance company, which I sold three months ago. And then now working on, uh, on uh, my latest project, which is a Fiesta app, which is a uh, tech company, which is basically uh, what we call TikTok for podcasts.
0: Okay. Okay. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so uh, Fiesta is uh, basically the easiest way to record and promote your podcast. So instead of using Zoom or Squadcast or any of these other sandcasts or any of these other softwares, you would use Fiesta to record the podcast. Oh, one yeah. of the cool features that we have is there's a highlight button. So every time somebody says something really interesting, you press a highlight button and it grabs the last one minute of the recording. So then at the end of the recording, you have like a 30, 40 minute recording and then you know four or five one minute video clips, um, which are then ready to go. You add a caption and a subtitle and then you can post them on LinkedIn, on Facebook and Twitter, okay. on Instagram. Uh, so, you know, really helps you uh, sort of promote the podcast. And then, uh, um, and obviously we are, uh, you know, we're, we're in video, but there's, we have the, the, the app component. Uh, I can show you, it looks like this where it's okay. literally TikTok for podcasts of these like 30 second clips. Okay. Um, so that kind of stuff. So, you know, That's people cool. who are using the platform can then post the, the video clips and therefore you know, solves the issue of one sort of, uh, you know, promoting the podcast, but on the, on the user side, there's uh, solving the issue of the, uh, discoverability.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. So it kind of, you know, at the end of the day, it kind of gives you, gives you the interaction with an audience in order to grab their attention. Right. It makes it easier from the podcast side of things to, uh, like you said, highlight. I mean, that that's a really good feature that, that a lot of these platforms and software don't have where you can literally grab a sound bite and, and be able to highlight that sound bite and make it into an a, a, basically a marketable ad for your podcast.
1: Right, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Very the thing, cool. so there's, there's other apps that do that, but they just do, most of them just do audiograms, right? Because you're grabbing right. the audio. And the problem with the audiograms or like a soundbite uh is those don't do well on social right mm-hmm. so people will you know if you're on linkedin or any so you know a facebook twitter etc um if you if you see that you know, on your newsfeed you'll just scroll right by it because you know you're you're on a newsfeed and everything's very visual right so it's you know it's really important that uh you know it's the videos that do really well yeah. um and therefore you know what we're doing and then obviously there's this whole social component but it's 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 a really cool tool to like record your podcast makes it, you know better than anything else out there and then on top of that there's a social network that we're going to be building uh as well very cool very cool that is um i look
0: forward to seeing that have now are you guys in the you're still developing this and working the working the kinks out or have you
1: already uh, launched it well we we launched it last week we could say like we like we're a little bit of a, like a beta launch okay uh, we've had you know had a great success uh, with, you know, some of the, the early uh, beta users who, who are certainly using it, uh, but there, you know, there are, there are some things that, you know, right away, people are like, oh, wow, this is awesome. But yeah, it'd be really cool if it had this and this and we're like, okay, yeah. So well, as, um, as
0: on the developing side and kind of the, I guess, the, uh, the research and development, the R&D of it. I mean, this yeah. is, the, this is the moment that's most important is that you're getting that feedback. Um, Absolutely. Really, really, yeah. it's more important to get the feedback than to just kind of, you know, hey, we put an app out and ignore it. So this is really the important, crucial time to, to get the feedback, to make the app better and make it what you want it to be, correct?
1: Yep, exactly, certainly, certainly. And so, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing sort of a lot of things. But yeah, it is it is live, you know, and we already have... Uh, are, you know, like um, uh, some early users and they're really loving the platform for sure. Mm-hmm. So where where can
0: some of our audience where uh, or maybe some of the other podcasters that listen to my show, where can they find this? Is it on uh, Google Play, Apple? What is the main uh, platforms they yeah, can find Yeah,
1: so, so to record the podcast, they would just, it's it's um, um, browser enabled, right? So it's just on with your computer. So you just go to the website, Fiesta.app. So just like, for example, there's Squadcast and Sankaster. Yep. Uh, other, uh, uh, just like that. So it works on Google Chrome. Okay. Um, so assume is an application. Uh, those are, you know, browser enabled. So ours is browser enabled. And then on top of that, we have the iOS uh, app and the Android app. And those, if you just go to the, you know, the Apple store or the, or the Android, uh, the, the Google Play store, and you just type in Fiesta podcast, uh, okay. you'll find it there. Mm -hmm. Very cool.
0: And so it's it's going to work. So, for example, I'm always in the studio recording, uh, but it would work if I wanted to go on the fly and go get an interview with somebody. I could download it to my phone and and go use the app itself right now uh, on my phone mobile. Right. Yes. Okay. perfect. Yep. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So what are some other things? um, You know, I was, I was, like I said, I like to stalk my guests a little bit and I kind of stalked your profile a little bit and um, you know, you you have self-improvement and and obviously you've done business and and entrepreneurship. You're doing great for yourself. um, And obviously with the app technology, Uh, I, what I caught on there was education and some self-improvement stuff. Um, What can you tell us about your background in education and self-improvement?
1: Yeah, well, in terms of sort of like uh, self improvement, obviously when you when you're an entrepreneur, there's a lot of sort of like you know self improvement and self sort of uh, development. But you know, to me, what I what I would say is that um, you know, as we're going through this uh, through this process, um, you know, of like entrepreneurship, right? One thing I'm very big on is really acquiring special skills and definitely like pivoting, right? Like, so I have a podcast and it's called The Next Big Pivot, right? Uh, and I, I'm a big fan of the word pivoting because, so my first company was a beauty company. It was mostly on Amazon and we did really well with that. Uh, but you know, one of the things I didn't like is like, okay, it's just on Amazon. It was hard for us to, you know, like start selling retail because a lot of the retailers were like, well, you know, like now you're competing against these massive big brands mm-hmm. that will sell, you know, cream or shampoo for $12. So you need to sell it to us at like $3 and 50 cents. So we're like, well, there's, there's no margins there, no right? Margin uh, there, <laughs> Yeah. So because they're doing these massive volumes. Um, and, uh, and again, like lower price price items. Uh, and so we're, we're, we, I, I as I was looking at, I, I really like the food meeting kitchen appliance uh, space. And sometimes people are like, how'd you go from beauty to a food meeting kitchen appliance? And I was like, well, one it's e-commerce and two, you know, I had the expertise of selling on Amazon. And then with that second company, I developed the, uh, the, the app because we had an app for the uh, food meeting kitchen appliance company, which is the number one kitchen appliance app on the market. So definitely something, um, you know, that was, uh that was very, uh, you know, sort of like interesting there. But the whole thing is like at one point I wasn't so excited about selling another retinol cream or another lavender. Right. Oil yeah. Cream, right? You just,
0: you get burnt out on things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I've I done like, construction hey. like 27 years uh, on and okay. off. And I say on and off because I've jumped out of it to do other career options. Uh, I went and got my degree for computer engineering. I went, I, you know, I've done so many different things, but I always find myself interweaved with construction somehow, some way. I own a company right. now. I'm a general contractor. I'm back in construction. Um, at the same time, I do the talk show. At the same time, I, you know, I have other hobbies and avenues I do. But it's, right. like, it's like you said, I could care less about swinging another hammer today. You know, right. I, I'm at that point. I, I always call it my seven-year itch. Right. About seven years into something, I get burnout on it. I'm done with it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, and that's, you know, to exactly to what you said as an entrepreneur, if at one point you feel like, man, like I have to, like, I have to do this because I have to do this. Yep. Then, I mean, that that's fine. But then it feels kind of like a job, right? Because you're yeah. like, you have to do it and you're not enjoying it. And, you know, to me, the, the big thing about sort of being an entrepreneur and with that self-development is finding, you know, uh, acquiring new skills and really going after the things that you absolutely love to do. And if certain things make you unhappy, then you're gonna have to take the risk to say like, listen, this is making me unhappy. Let me pivot into something else mm-hmm. uh, where I think, you know, there, there's a really big opportunity there, but that is, you know, something that looks really exciting. And to me, the biggest thing was, you know, this this really big pivot from like e-commerce to tech. Right. You know, when I first started with sort of e-commerce, I got pretty good at it. So I'm still very good at e-commerce, but it's just, you know, I've pivoted into tech and I think, you know, tech is just very, very exciting. And definitely think obviously with everything that's going on, uh, you know, technology is the future. And obviously, you know, people are making, ex- doing extremely, extremely well with e-commerce. It's just, for me, at one point I was like, I, I didn't feel there was, there was this really like massive passion to sell one more product or something, right. but I had this massive passion to go out and build, a new platform or a new app that just really was kind of like, uh, you know, game changing in this, in this case, we feel a TikTok for podcasts. is pretty game changing. Yeah. Uh, again, as long as we execute that. Right. So, um, yeah. Uh, but the biggest thing, you know, to, in my, my uh, journey has been pivoting and within that pivoting, acquiring new skills and within that acquiring new skills, being able to, you know, like, okay, here's what I know. Here's what I don't know. But if I go into this, I'm going to learn this and I'm going to learn this in the process. So definitely like be con- sort of like constantly learning. And I think, you know, sometimes entrepreneurs are like, well, this is my expertise. I'm just going to stay in this lane. Right. The problem is, is there's, a, there's, you know, there's a great thing about, you know, staying in your expertise. The problem is you, you might, yeah, at one point you might, you know, your passion for what you're doing might run out or you're just like, listen, I've been doing this for so long. And, and it's just like the, the industry, especially with everything that's been going on your industry of like you're in yeah. the event industry or in the restaurant industry, your industry might, might be uh, having a really, really hard time for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up. And, and also, you know, I, I'm big on knowledge. I guess I'm kind of a geek that way. Um, I, I enjoy learning new things. I enjoy a learning curve sometimes. Sometimes I just, it's just having a challenge. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of like what you said, going from e-commerce, going into tech, Um, you know, there's a learning curve there. So, so it takes you from an element where you're, like you said, you could be in a, I could, I could be doing construction forever and, and be complacent in the fact that I know construction up, up and down. I can build something from the ground up all day long. Um, but, but for me, it's more exciting, more challenging when I, when I actually challenge myself to learn something new and, and even with construction, like I said, I've stepped out of it a few years and then I stepped right back into it. But each time I do, uh, things change. Like, for example, you know, back 80s and 90s, it was, construction was really based on, you know, tape measure estimates and, and, uh, you know, going to the job, hammer and nail and doing the physical work. Whereas nowadays, you have all these software tools, you have all this technology you have instead of a tape measure, you can use a laser uh, t- measuring device. So there's just all these things have changed. So each time I came back, there was a learning curve. And so I would learn the new systems. And then I would impl- apply that to my business and, and offer that to the client and it's kind of the same here i mean like you say you get bored with something you're t- kind of tired of doing it you're good at it but you're just kind of you can keep doing it to make a profit which is what we're all doing business for or you could take you know uh, and challenge yourself to learn something new like you're doing here with the app you're you're taking on something that's now a new new enterprise for you and, and something that you're excited and now you become more passionate about things mm-hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely so, so where are you, where are you um where do you hope to see this app go and are you planning on working on is there other development apps you're trying to work on I mean do you guys have plans for other ones or is it the main focus right now
1: yeah this is this is the main focus as it's it's a massive effort so definitely just you know fully focus on this for now mm-hmm.
0: what does it take uh, just for our audience um, you know I hear about app developers all the time I, I have a lot of friends and I when I went to first school computer engineering we did a little bit of coding but very basic um, kind of explain to the audience what it takes to build an app um, if you could maybe just kind of give us the, what the, the framework of that looks like.
1: Yeah, certainly. So, um, to, to build an app, one is, uh, there's, there's a, there's a, a, a few components, but one is you start with kind of like the idea, right. Uh, of, of what you want to do, the, do the app. And then throughout that, there's, there's a few sort of steps that you need to do, but if you start with the idea, then the first thing you want to do is do the design, right? So you can use, uh, you know, tools like sketch, uh, or Figma. So before you start coding, I would say, you know, you, you, you have the idea and you do the design because there's definitely some apps out there where you can like create this like design where you can kind of click on this button or this button. And so it's not, there's zero coding involved. And so it's just a little, you know, like, uh, like, a like a prototype of the app that obviously there's no tech involved. It's just right. design, but it allows you to click on this button, this button. So okay. once you, once you do the design, you want to show it to some people and be like, Hey, listen, if there was an app that did this, what would you, you know, do you think that it would, it would this be something that you would use? And obviously you want to show it to your target market. If you show it to yeah. friends and family, they'll probably be like, yeah, this this is great. Right. But if they're not in yeah. the market, then, so that's what I would say. Um, uh, you know, uh, idea then design. Then if you have people that are like, yeah, this sounds really good. Then you want to think of the, the business model, right? Is there a business model there or are people saying this is great, but uh, there's really no way to make money. Right. Or yeah. you're only going to make money once you have 5 million users like right. a Twitter or like a Facebook or like an Instagram. And if you're going that route, well, you better be a, like, you know, founder that has started yeah. companies company before because you're going to need to raise a whole lot of money. And so if you never, if you never built an app before, do not, do not launch a company where the business model or, and look, do not uh, try to build an app where the business model is not very clear. You need right. to be able to say, okay, if we launch this, are we going to start making very soon? Otherwise guaranteed you're going to run out of money and uh, it's not, it's not going to go well. So that's what I would say. Uh, and then if, if you, once you've done all those things, uh idea is good uh design is good uh, uh business model is uh there's you know sort of a uh, clear then you start you know sort of uh, developing the app and you want to you know, create what's called an mvp which is a minimum viable product and based on that you you get some feedback and you want to test it as fast as possible and put it in the hands of your customers you know probably things are breaking at the beginning people are like this is this is great but your app you can kind of you know yeah. like it's not very good it, you know it, like this happens this happens and yeah. that's normal work right? the bugs out of it yeah exactly so those would be the, the the four steps that i would say
0: on how to build an app okay very cool very cool now how long have you guys been working to develop fiesta app
1: uh so you know that's a pretty interesting story because and that's why i was on my my podcast called the next big pivot uh is because we pivoted already twice so this is the third idea okay. so um, I don't know if you know some of these the cool stories, but uh, like for example, YouTube. YouTube started as a hookup app. Uh, it called mm-hmm. used to be Tune In, Tune Out. And I've turned, heard that. I've heard that. Uh, and then uh, Instagram started as Bourbon, uh, and it used to be a check-in app. And then Kevin Systrom turned it into like no, but you know there's a lot of check-in apps. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, this 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 new functionality that you know, instead of t- spending 20 minutes on Photoshop, you can, with one in one second it'll make your pictures look nice. So that was the sort of Instagram in Slack, which is now super popular. These guys were doing gaming and, uh, you know, they were kind of like, okay, but then, you know, they developed this internal messaging system, which really, you know, they're like, Oh, maybe, maybe, um, uh, and then one of the guys left and, uh, and then he asked to use this internal messaging system. And, you know, long story short, it became this massive, massive messaging sort of platform. That it's over 10000000000 $10 billion, but they started as, as, as that. So for us, uh, for fiesta we launched in february but it was like an improved version of Eventbrite, where because we felt like at least because i live in miami that there was no real place that it tells you tell you uh where um where where to go like you know if you're going to happy hour or or like you know nightclub because you get yeah. to miami and you can go to google and there's a whole lot of places but you just don't know based on okay what kind of like music you like what kind of you know crowd you're looking for all sorts of things and sort of Google is not very helpful. Google yeah. will usually tell you here are the top three or five clubs and there's just so much going on. And in this, this is still a problem in all the big cities, right? Mm-hmm. You get to the city and you know, it's, it's hard to find, okay, is this, where do I go? And so to me, there's a, there's a big, really big opportunity there that event, It's not really uh, uh, fixing. And so I wanted to fix this problem, but then COVID hits and then every single event is canceled absolutely every single event is canceled. And we're like, uh-oh. So we then pivoted into virtual events. Right. And So uh, for virtual events, what we did was it was like like Eventbrite mid Zoom. So that was right. the second idea. Uh, and that was going well, but people were like, wow, this is great. But uh, can I like fit 80 people? Can I fit 150 yeah. people? And you need this massive infrastructure. So Zoom yeah, is you great. Yeah, you've got to have a
0: serious server and network that yeah. can handle the stability. Exactly. Yeah. Yes,
1: yeah. So our platform works, Fiesta works really, really well with like, you know, like up to twenty people, right? Yeah. Um, and and it's you know, there's other platforms, like I said, Squadcast and Sandcast are also, you know, like, you know, up to like, you know, like six or eight people work really right. well. Um, but when you when you hit a certain number of scale, you again you need this massive, massive yeah. infrastructure and For it's a sure. whole different sort of like setup. And people are like, Can you do breakout rooms? So we just realized it was gonna take us a long time to get there. And so what we, then we pivoted uh, and because we're like, wait a minute, we have all this functionality and people are already starting doing, started to do interviews on our platform. And I was like, okay, <laughs> what if we do TikTok for podcasts? So now yeah. we don't need to worry about, you know, do we fit 80 or hundred people? We have video, really good video conferencing. We have an app that already has a video news feed. You can create a, a sort of event. You have all these, you uh, like the, we have a short, a short clip already uh, a component to it. We just need to switch it to, you know, short clips from a creative from the podcast. And so that's what, you know, it, it turned into. So long story short was, you know, uh, you know, like a uh, similar version to Eventbrite, then virtual events, Eventbrite meets Zoom, and now TikTok for podcasts. And that's what, you know, the story behind Fiesta has Very been. Very cool. So definitely some uh, like major pivoting there. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. And it's interesting. You mentioned like you guys
0: are able to to sustain like 20 people. You know, it's very uncommon that you're going to have a podcast with say yeah. 20 people, but the fact yeah. that you offer it uh, above other platforms and you offer something that let's say I wanted to have 20 people on, or let's say I just wanted to have 10 people on and just kind of have a big group podcast with more than six or eight. Um, it's nice to know there's something out, a platform out there that can actually do that and handle mm-hmm. it yep for sure and what are some of the other features we can expect in this in the fiesta app Uh, other than what we've just discussed um are you guys still kind of developing and working on that as we go
1: yeah i mean we're, we're we're gonna do a lot of things i mean one of the things also is uh you know like add add like like also be a hosting platform so then it'll also replace like uh you know whether you use lipsyn Buzzsprout, simplecast like what do you use to host your uh podcast
0: um, you know, I use. Lately, I've been using Zoom. It's been more stable. My network, I've been having issues with. But we use Anchor. We use Soundtrap. We use a different, a bunch of different podcast platforms. Um, it really depends on what I, you know, who I'm, who I'm engaging that day, and what I'm trying to get. If I'm recording audio, if I'm recording video, kind of depends on what, I, what format I want to
1: use. But, but to host your podcast, in other words, like the the platform that then like you put your podcast on there, and then it distributes to Apple Podcasts and Google, right. like Google Podcasts. Uh, Which mainly, one? mainly right
0: now, I think anchor, we do it, we do it via anchor and then like okay. iHeart and, uh, Pandora, we have to directly deal with them. Okay. And so there's, there's a few other ones as well that we kind of have mm-hmm. to deal directly with, but anchor kind of does everything as far as distribution. Now, while, while it's a good platform, as far as that goes, just all in one, cause it kind of, d- it touches on basically, it just drops your podcast on almost every platform by itself. Right. Um, it doesn't hit a lot. It, there's a few that it misses. And so we have to, then I have to go and I'll manually have to upload to certain other places too.
1: Yeah. 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 Certainly. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. So the, like the hosting, so in other words, like you create the podcast and then, and then with our, within those same platform, uh, you'll be able to like, like, send it directly because right now you can't on fiesta but you'll be later on you'll be able to send it directly to apple podcast so it'll or. automatically distribute just like exactly that. yeah yeah so then you don't have to like you know put it on yeah. you know again like either either usually you know the, the common ones are simple cats or sprout or yep. or uh, or you know like uh, anchor also does that uh, and, uh, like Lipson. So, yeah. So, um, that, that's, that's the next thing that we're working on. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. That's, I can
0: tell you right now, that's a, that's a lifesaver as far as like, uh, I already spend like today for a prime example, I've been in here since 10 o'clock. So from 10 o'clock till three o'clock, I will literally be in the studio while I'm in here, even talking to you. I've got stuff uploading. I've got stuff editing. I've got music playing uh, in the background. That's also getting filtered out and and I'm transitioning stuff. So it's like, if I were having to spend more time on distribution, I would never leave the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and while I have assistants helping with some of it, um, you know, a lot of it's, you know, my show, my time. And so to have, if you guys in the future get that app to be able to be kind of like, you know, I, I, for, for lack of a better example, I guess, Anchor is just where literally I could upload my podcast to you or do a live feed to your podcast or your right. app. And it literally just distribute it for me. Uh, that would yep. make my life so easy. I mean, that, that right there is where they say, just make it rain. You know, they like send the money out because if I have a platform that's literally allowing me to do that and it saves me for me, time is money. And so at the end of the day, running a company and doing the podcast show, like I do, if I have an app that literally will let me distribute everything that I'm uploading immediately, mm-hmm. it saves me so much time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll tell you what. Give us, uh, give the audience uh, a little bit about where they can find the app. Obviously, we discussed that a little bit, but go ahead and hit that. Uh, touch base on on where if if there's anything else you need to promote your website, anything like that. Um, hit that up. Go ahead and drop that and let us know.
1: Yeah. So uh, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's the best place. Uh, LinkedIn DMs. Uh, that's the best place to to reach me. And of course, like I said, you know, for Fiesta. Really cool uh, platform to uh, record and promote your podcast with these uh, short video clips that you can post all over the the internet and within the Fiesta website and the app. You your your because you, we're going to be driving a whole lot of traffic to the website, so your video clips now get a lot of visibility. So we're not only solving the problem for the podcaster, we're solving the problem also a problem for for the listener in terms of discoverability, right? So awesome. if you're using Fiesta, you you know you really get to take advantage of that. Uh, and so, uh, and then again, so that is on our website fiesta.app. So fiesta.app, uh, that is a website, and we have the mobile app on iOS and Android, um, fiesta podcast. So, and those are also, uh, certainly, uh, certainly live as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
0: I am going to check that out. Uh, as soon as I get a break between guests today, I'm going to go check that out and, and try to play around with it, got kind of get to learn it. Um, I appreciate having you on here. And like I said before, I'm going to try to get you on in the future. Um, so we can dive a little deeper, maybe a few months down the road with the app while the app's out and then we can come back and discuss uh, what you've learned from it. Right? Yeah, yeah, that, and that right. would be uh, that would be great. Perfect. Well, you have a great day. And I will shoot this out to you as soon as we get it edited and, and ready to upload. Great. Thank
1: Perfect. you so much. Yep. Have a great day.